2: And this is Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of legendary golfer Billy Casper. Talking golf with you for more than two decades. And now, here's Brian and Bob.
3: Yeah, thank you very much and welcome into this week's edition of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor. He's Bob Casper. So good to be with you at Real Golf is the Twitter handle. You can catch us on Sirius XM 203 iHeartRadio, Radio, GNN Radio Channel, or the Sports Byline Radio Channel. You can download us wherever your favorite podcasts are found, and of course, catch us every Saturday morning, 6 to 9, from our flagship station, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone in Salt Lake City, Utah. How's everybody? Hope you're doing well, and we got some topics to talk about today. We kind of talked Ryder Cup last week and the standings and where things were, but here we go, final event of the season, event number 47, and in total uh, for the FedEx Cup season, and got the three playoff events that are still to happen. Top 70 after this week move on to the playoffs and participate in a $75 million bonus pool. That's a pretty good thing that you want to be a part of there, Bob.
4: Yes, you do. Yeah. That's for sure.
3: And how that fits into next year's schedule with these designated events and this new FedEx Cup fall. Tyler Dennis was at the Black Desert Championship. Uh, press conference when the new tour event was announced down in St. George. And he talked about that. You'll hear from Tyler. Plus, America's favorite caddy is stopping by. We're going to have a little roundtable here in hour number one with the caddy. And specifically around the sort of, hey, let's just have Jay Monahan letter last week. Let's slip in the, we're not going to support the ball rollback, the model local rule from the USGA. And that's big news. And we kind of just glossed over it last week. Wanted to take a little bit more time to get into that this week.
4: Well it's huge news simply from the standpoint that you know this is a model local rule it's not a designated rule under the rules of golf and so the PGA Tour and the and the bodies of golf have a, have a, an opportunity to decide whether they want to use it or not and Jay Monahan came out and said guess what guys we're not doing it what are the implications and ramifications of the PGA Tour not supporting it when
3: it was specifically for elite play Elite amateur play and pro play. So, if the top pro tour is not going to support yeah. it, then why are we even having it at this point in time? Because everybody, all the elite AMs are trying to prepare for their hopeful opportunity on the elite pro tour. So, anyway, we'll yeah. get into that. All coming up next. Thanks for joining us. Just getting started. Brian and Bob here on Real Golf Radio.
5: Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avens, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com and you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to ripgrippro.com. That's ripgrippro.com.
6: Staples presents a lesson in back-to-school savings. Your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. So when you return your Amazon order at Staples, you receive a coupon for $10 off your next $30 Staples purchase. So you can save even more on top of huge back-to-school deals. Like right now, two pocket poly folders and Staples 8-count number 2 pencils are each just 50 cents. Staples gives you more ways to save even more. 50 cent offers and 826. Pricing and limits may vary in-store and online. Amazon return offer in-store only. Exclusions apply.
7: Every piece of land has a story. For the Nelsons, it's cruising around their Montana ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do.
5: We're not afraid to jump in and help each other out.
7: That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations.
8: It's all about efficiency.
7: Like teaching visitors to fly fish.
8: The whole joy with fly fishing is matching
1: the hatch.
7: Run with us on a Gator XUV835R and start telling your story. Learn more at johndeere.com radio.
10: Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800 345 2789 Lou will find a Term Life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes, are overweight, or have high blood pressure. Term Providers help thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800 345 2789 Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800 345 452789 Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you, he's on meds too. Call eight hundred three four five twenty seven eighty nine. 345 2789
2: 2789
3: Now, back
2: to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
3: All right, welcome back to the show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you. This segment is brought to you in part by Callaway Golf, and their new announcement this week, the Apex Pro lineup of Irons is coming out. This is so exciting, super cool stuff. This is one of my favorite things. I've been waiting two years, over two years, for this as I've been playing <laughs> the Apex Pro 21s. Now the new ones are out, and I'm telling you, there's gonna be some issues for me. They have really? made, well, you've got the pros. You got the CBs, Mm -hmm. and you got the MBs. Plus, they're throwing in the UT and the UW. So there is some serious, cool gearhead. If you're a gear geek like me, you definitely want to check out CallawayGolf.com and find out what this is all about. But they designed these irons, all three Uh sets, to flow perfectly interchangeably. So Mm. you can put any kind of combo sets together. Yeah, And that is probably going to have to happen for me. I don't know where they... (laughs) I don't think I can just go straight... Pro, even though that's what I should do, I think. I think I'm going to have to mix it up just because I can. Anyway, I'm excited to go down and hit up Michael Verska and Neville and talk to these guys and uh, go down to Carlsbad and get fit because this is this is really exciting stuff. Check out callawaygolf.com, the new Apex Pro. We'll talk more about it coming up here on yeah. Ring Golf Radio. All right, so we talked yeah. about the the ball and the model local rule. Part of me, and I've, I mentioned this when it was first proposed, part of me says if we just backed it up, every, everything back 10%. I don't know that that's the end of the world. I could still enjoy playing my home course. Of course. If I'm playing, instead of hitting a nine iron into the green, I'm hitting an eight iron into the green or a seven iron into the green. That's okay. Mm -hmm. I can enjoy playing that. And if I don't, I can choose to move up a tee.
9: Right. I
3: think about when I go to the uh, West Coast and I'm playing at Torrey Pines or at Pebble Beach, which is a better example, where it's cold and, and breezy and heavy air. And all of a sudden, where I'm used to hitting... Eight iron back home here in Utah at four thousand feet of elevation I'm hitting six irons yeah five irons sometimes in the same distances because of the way the the ball just doesn't doesn't fly in those
4: doesn't positions. fly as well correct so
3: in some ways I think those what about those players <laughs> that are playing all the time on the west coast or East Coast any anyway, ocean side well, they're sea used level. to it they're right? used to it but now they're but but my point is is they're not going to be able to get more speed so now they're gonna hit they're gonna have to re- reinvent. They're gonna have to put five hybrids in their bag,
4: huh.
3: as a potential. As my
4: dad, as my dad would say, a bag full of head covers.
3: That's right. So that that op, that potential exists. I wonder where the caddy weighs in on this. Bifurcation is definitely a possibility when you hear the PGA tour say that they're not going to support it. And I'm anxious. The caddy's going to join us next and we will touch on all of that. So stay tuned. Hey, FedEx cup playoffs begin. They're right around the corner. It's the final event. Wyndham is wrapping up the regular season. Here's yep. some notables that are not in. And the one that's being talked about, of course is Justin Thomas. He's 79th Bob
4: going this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 79th um, needs a minimum finish of a solo 18th this week when he's been missing cuts, Right and left, especially the last few weeks. But if he doesn't get any help from anyone as far as falling out or anything like that, then guess what? He needs a solo third or better. Mm. So he's got a he's got a golf his ball this week there in Greensboro and having a chance to make it to the FedEx next week, the FedEx Cup playoffs next week in uh memphis
3: and to be fair this uh recording is uh, prior to justin teeing off so it's very possible he's leading at this point or he's missed the cut we're not sure But nobody wants to play better than justin thomas especially with the pending Ryder cup opportunity adam scott sits at 81st gary woodland 97th billy horschel who won this event a few years ago 116 cameron champ 140 webb simpson 170 kevin kisner 202 he's an interesting one bob we'll talk about him but eight missed cuts and two withdraws and 15 starts this year. That is this guy who's on the president's cup team last yeah. fall.
4: Wow. Yeah. And that's pretty crazy because um, he's, he's a guy that you always kind of count on the bulldog, so to speak as a player that is always in the mix of things and uh, always, you know, contending in events and he hasn't been around. Golf's a cruel game. Tiger Woods announced yep.
3: as a new member of the player advisory council. What are, what, what do you like about that?
4: Yeah, tour policy board, um, and uh, I think it's going to be good because you've got now you've got a voice from the tour players that will say, "Hey, I don't like the framework of this deal with PIF, or um, and let's make it so that it's more advantageous to us and less to them." Um, those types of things, and so I think it's good, good, good thing for tiger to be there
3: on the other side of things phil mickelson says i don't know what y'all are talking about there's no one on live that wants to go back and play on the pga tour are you buying that
4: yeah 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 i don't buy that at all sorry i'm sorry
3: you're taking it that way yeah well phil's been controversial in the past yep i don't know what to make of it look I think the live stuff is fun. I don't think there is a full satisfaction for a guy that's played for, for someone that's played at the highest level, that's competed in four round tournament golf at the highest level that could be satisfied playing on live and just collecting money. I mean, that's like saying let's just go to the club and play banker and I'll just take everybody's money. We'll play big stakes and I'll just do it that way. That doesn't do it for you. Come on, Phil. I'm not buying it, man.
4: Yeah. And you know what, what's interesting is at some point this is going to go away and then what's Phil going to do? Or, you know, is he going to, he's not going to have a place to play golf. He's going to ride off into the sunset, so to speak, whatever.
3: He's going to need somewhere to play. Hey, yep. we're going to break early here in this segment. Normally go a few more minutes, but we're going to save some room. Caddy joining us next for a real round table discussion. We're getting into this golf ball rollback and its ramifications. Next right here on Real Golf Radio.
11: I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. you could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to
1: you. They only get paid if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968 800-817-2968 800-817-2968 That's 800-817-2968 That's 800-278-1738. You're listening to Real Golf Radio.
2: Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. One day you'll get it. Here's Brian and Bob. Alright, welcome back to the
3: show. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper with you here on Real Golf Radio. And of course, it's brought to you, this whole show will be brought to you by Callaway's new Apex Pro lineup of irons. I couldn't be more excited. We've already been talking about it this morning, but hey, when you bring in a whole lineup and the and each one, the pros, the MCs, and the MBs, they're all created to flow within each other so there's endless combination sets I love that and I can't wait to go get fit Uh, if you love blades if you love a little technology in your blades if you like the pureness of of these kind of irons be sure to check it out as Callaway releases their latest in the Apex family of irons Apex pros check out callawaygolf.com and it's time now for America's favorite caddy
2: There are bag rats. (laughs) And then there are caddies. Pro jocks who are legends in caddy shacks across the PGA Tour. While we can neither confirm nor deny the existence of this legendary looper, here he is, the caddy on Real Golf Radio. Yeah, the caddy
3: joins us right now here on Real Golf Radio. Caddy, thanks for being a part of the show. How are you, man?
13: Tired, grumpy. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha. Not there it talkative. is. Grumpy.
5: I don't
3: believe it. The caddy has yeah. never been not talkative. Grumpy, tired, I'll, I'll take that. But
13: non-talkative, I can't imagine. Nobody's going to believe it's me. <laughs> I'm dragging. Pick me up. Let's go. Let's All see, right. See, put me on your back. Let's go. Let's go. I like it. So
4: let's you just start firing it. at him so he gets...
3: Well, before a we get into the hot boost topics of adrenaline, yeah, let's get him a boost But before you heard me talking there about the new Callaway irons. So I've said this on the show before to me, kind of the one of the most sexy things in golf is a set of blades. Now I know you and Bob, you guys were players. You played blades. I played blades out of necessity because I really didn't have another option. That's just what I grew up learning on. But you guys were players so into your college careers and pro events and things like that. You guys played blades. What are your what's your just what is the feeling of a well-struck blade? The
13: feeling of a well-struck blade, that's what that's what addicts people to the game of golf. The first time they they hit it pure like that, it's all over. Drop the mic. They're done. They're lifers. They're in. And they'll never get out.
3: I love that so much. I'm going to send that to Callaway, by the way, and see if you can get some royalties off of using that line because that's exactly it, right? It When you are learning on blades – and you miss them, especially when you're growing up in Idaho and you play in the spring, it is snowing half the time. When you miss it, it hurts. I mean, it stings your hands. But when
4: you flush it, oh, there's nothing quite like it. Now, the oh, new... It's like hitting a marshmallow. Yes. You don't feel it. It just mushes and melds into the face. Ooh, melds into the face, Bob. Have yep. some s'mores. Let's go. Maybe that's what we should call these things—the new <laughs>
3: s'more lineup there from uh, from Callaway. I like this too. Um, but yeah, really exciting. I'm 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 gonna check it out. And I am getting older. And and Bob, that the interesting part of this whole thing is yeah. you and I spent some time at the range <laughs> this week, and you were trying out your new paradigm irons. Yes, that had all kinds of technology that you've never experienced before, and you were
4: absolutely killing it it's like you could not I, I was i was blown away i was blown away normally i th- just put it this way normally i hit like a seven iron maybe 160 yards i was hitting a seven ironed 185 yards you're like a kid it blows me away that, that 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 my mind does not compute that caddy <laughs> you've been playing some gamers for a while
13: Been taking advantage of the technology. I'm I'm thinking, still trying to come up with the blade feeling analogy for people. I mean, maybe it's like it's like that first that first ice that first bite of ice cream on a hot summer day. Oof, you know. I mean, there's so many. It's like diving in that pool when it's 108 outside, and it's just you dive in, and it's like ah, yeah. That's Man. what hitting the blades like. Yep, I'll tell you what. I'm getting feeling. fired up
4: right hitting now. Hitting the blades solid. That's the feeling. Hitting the blades solid.
3: All right. Well, uh, I can't wait. I'm going to get myself down to Carlsbad and get fit. I'm going to see what kind of combination. I just when they're offering combinations, I don't know if it's within me to get a whole set
13: straight up. I just I'm going to have to mix and match. I'm going to work- have
3: to throw some stuff in
13: there. They got a workout room in Carlsbad. You're going down there to get fit. Exactly.
4: Uh, hey let me take... let me tell you one more thing.
13: All right. Okay.
4: I hit a rescue club or a hybrid. Okay? The 3, the 21 degree 3. I hit one for a second shot on a par 5 from 233 and knocked it on the green. That thing's a rocket ship too.
3: Hey man, that's the fun. That's the enjoyment. You're like a. You're like you're back in your thirties again. Oh yeah.
4: yeah, yeah. My my longest iron in my bag now is a five iron. There you go. I hit that like two ten.
3: Yeah, but how good is that five wood you were you were having me hit there? Oh, that
4: five wood really nice. Yeah. The paradigm five wood. Yeah. Hey,
3: and you hit the UW. I've had that UW in it's kind of a secret, little best kept secret in golf. And mm-hmm. with this new release of Apex. They're releasing the U Dub as well because it falls in that Apex family. So there's a new U coming out. So I'm there excited we go. to check that one out as well. So gotta like it. All right. So I, I know Caddy. He likes to get in. He likes to tool around with the gear. So we wanted to throw that out there. And I, by the way, I know you, I can hear you silently on the other end of the line. Are you? Have you come up with any other analogies for a Welsh, well uh,
13: struck tour blade? I, I'm past the analogy part, and I'm going to make a statement that. The four iron is going the way of the dodo bird. Mm. <laughs> yeah. There just I, aren't, many, aren't many four irons anymore in this world.
3: I've got a couple of them stacked you right know? here in the corner of my office that are not currently in my golf That's, bag.
13: Yep. Yeah. yeah, they're in dust over there in the office. Yep. Yep. All right. All right. Hey, you know, you got to play the right golf ball too, though. you got to play the right golf ball to get that feel.
3: That's true. Actually, You've gotta
13: get the right ball. Yeah, yep.
3: You gotta have one that feels yeah. right to you. So that's a great segue because I wanted to talk golf ball with you, caddy, um, and and Bob. We're gonna do a little roundtable here. And one of the things we didn't even get into last week in the Jay Monahan letter is, you know, look, there's a major thing going on here with the PGA Tour. I mean, this is a critical time. Tiger Woods, new member of the Policy Board, we can or the Player Advisory Council, we can talk about that. But obviously, he's saying, look, this is a critical time in the game. But right in the middle of this letter, addressing this critical time in the game. He just drops, oh, by the way, we're not going to support the USGA and RNA's uh, proposed model local rule of rolling back the golf ball. Tony Finau kind of doubled down on that last week when he said, you know, he was excited about that and has long felt like the PGA Tour should play by its own rule book. So I know you have some strong feelings about this, Caddy. The word bifurcation doesn't sit well with the Caddy. What, what do you think? I'll give you first go on this one.
13: Huge mistake to have bifurcation of rules in the game of golf. Tell us. Period. Just a bad well, the the game one of the things that makes golf great is that you're playing you can compare your game to the pros. You can play against somebody, same set of rules, same equipment, all that all that jazz. I mean, if you start using different equipment, you're using an aluminum baseball bat. It's just not the same game. You can't equate how far you hit a baseball. It doesn't matter. Throw it out the window. You know, you got to have the same gear. Got to. I mean, if a pro's got a different kind of golf ball and he's flying a 300 and then you're flying a 300 with a different set of equipment that's juiced compared to his, what are you gonna do? Say I hit it as far as those guys do? No, you don't. I mean, come on.
4: Not even close. Can't play the
13: same gear? Nope. So you're yep.
3: saying this from an experience standpoint? You're saying from the from the everywhere from the beginner up to the tour level, it's an experience in the game to
13: play the same equipment as everybody. Well, you don't play the exact same equipment, but you have. Equipment that falls into what's legal or not, and it shouldn't be legal for some and not legal for others. I mean, I thought we were in America here; everybody's <laughs> equal, everybody gets the same fair shot, right? That's right. Last I checked, I don't know. So Maybe it's changing.
3: I just but. I find it interesting because you know, there I see the popularity of Little League baseball, right, and even to some extent, you know, the old guy softball game. And everybody loves to go to a baseball game. Nobody really—I don't know that anyone's really sitting at home trying to knock them out of the park as quick as their favorite, you know, power hitter in in Major League Baseball. But they all seem to enjoy the game. And as these kids—I mean, shoot—some of these kids in, that are still playing little league, certainly the uh, high school baseball, these kids have some serious swing speed and some serious, yep. um, you know, fitness, ah. right? Yep. But they're still out there enjoying the game and playing it to their level because there's still a huge difference, a huge gap between high school and major league baseball. So, but it doesn't seem to lessen the enjoyment or the experience by these guys, uh, you know, as they're out there playing it. So I just use that as an example as here's America's pastime. There's separate set of rules. How do you respond to that?
4: Well, the rules, the rules, oh, especially yeah. in baseball as far as baseball bats are concerned and aluminum bats um, you know, you've got your standard barrel and then you've got your, your bigger barrel, but, but those bigger barrel bats for the littler kids um, for them to be able to swing them, they have to be what are called drop 11, drop 12. So 10 or 11, 12 ounces lighter than the length of the bat. Okay. Then then when you get to when you when you start getting up to um, the next level of baseball, it's like minus five and then you get up to high school, it's like minus three college is minus three also. So if it's a 34 inch bat, it's a 31 ounce bat. Um, And then once you get to professional baseball, then it's straight up wood, whatever it is, whatever your bat size is, that's how many ounces it's going to be, which is pretty equal. So those types of things happen as far as the bats are concerned. Uh, I remember a good friend of mine, Ray Knight, who was married to Nancy Lopez. He played on the big red machine with, uh, with the Cincinnati Reds when they were winning all their um, their pennants and uh, their World Series. And he said they went over as a team one time to play an exhibition in Japan. He had a brand new glove. Um, all new webbing had, had had unstitched and tightened it and everything and george foster was one of the big hitters on the on the cincinnati reds hit a line drive at third base and it with a, an aluminum bat and it absolutely tore the pocket out of his brand new glove brand new glove wow. not one that had been used it tore it out of his brand new glove so there's a safety issue there in professional baseball with with um balls and 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 bats and that kind of thing. Now with the PGA Tour in my opinion, um I think I think it's right. I I think they what they probably did is they went to the players and they said to the players, "Okay, what do you think?" And uh and the players came out and said, "You know what? We don't think it's needed. We don't think it's needed and we're not going to we don't want it changed. We don't want it rolled back." So.
3: I love that story by the way. Uh that's super cool. Um I I guess what, what I'm saying is I don't know that I necessarily, I, I, I don't feel in my mind when I'm out there playing golf that I'm even in the same hemisphere as the tour players. Right. So if they were playing a little bit of a shorter golf ball, they're still hitting it by me. They're still going to hit it closer to the pin. They're still going to make more putts. They're still going to be way better than I am. All I'm trying to do is go out there and, hey, I shot a 66 or a 67, you know, and I'm pumped, and that was my round of the year. And next time I see a tour pro shoot a 67, I'm like, yeah, I shot a 67. But I, I also appreciate that what they're doing with if, if they had limited limiting equipment in some regards, it's not limiting their talent or their abilities the way it would be with me, right? Because of the massive gap. So I don't know that I necessarily lose an experience from that personally, but I also appreciate from a, just an, uh, just, just an operation standpoint, just from manufacturing for trying to create a new segment of golf balls for people that don't really pay for golf balls and the Correct. challenge that comes along with that. Right. So I, I think it's tough. I don't know that it's the right answer. And, and, uh, but, you know, Martin Slumbers said at the Open, doing nothing's not an option. So they feel this yeah. is a necessity and something of a dire situation that they have to address. So oh. it's going to be interesting. See how it goes. Caddy?
13: How popular was baseball in the 1950s? Couldn't tell you. <laughs> Unbelievably popular. It was America's game, it was the most popular game in in, in the country by far. For, a long, long time. Nobody cares about baseball anymore. Nobody watches anymore. Nobody plays it anymore. It's dropped so much, it's not even funny. It's hardly even a major sport until you watch the World Series. That's gone by the wayside. I think, I think it's bad to have all these different rules in baseball. I don't think that's a justification for doing I mean, because it hasn't turned out well for baseball. Let's do it in golf. I just don't agree with that. Mm. And I think that Basically, what you have in golf is you've always had. Everybody can play the same gear. Everybody can measure themselves against everybody else with the same equipment, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. That's always been the case. Um, We currently have, you know, newsflash: When have we not have equipment rules and the restrictions? When have we not had them?
2: That's your captain. Buckle your seatbelts for this one. I saw my passport expired, so I went to Staples, got a passport photo lickety-split. While I was there, I grabbed some tiny travel soap and shampoo. <laughs> I should have got some from my co-pilot. Just kidding, Brad.
6: Staples has everything for travel. 10-minute passport photos, luggage, headphones, even personal travel items. And now at Staples, you get $10 off your purchase of $30 or more when you buy a travel service. Staples, your first stop to nonstop travel. Ends nine sixteen. In-store only. Exclusions apply. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again? Somebody has to do something.
7: Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that?
11: card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code gas11 for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's code GAS11. Use code gas11 for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill up. Cashback's not available at gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin.
14: Cybercrimes like ransomware attacks against schools are on the rise globally. That's why IBM will grant $5 million in kind for schools to boost cybersecurity through tools and training. Now open for applications for its third year, IBM's Education Security Preparedness Grants have already benefited more than 350,000 students around the world. This year, selected schools will also receive enhanced training in AI and cybersecurity through IBM Build. Justina Nixon-St. Till IBM Chief Impact Officer.
15: Over the past two years, the threat of cyber attacks in the education sector has more than doubled. Now more than ever, schools need our support. We are proud to offer tools and training from IBM Security and IBM Skills Build to help schools prepare for this growing threat.
14: Visit ibm.com/impact/initiatives/security. This is sponsored by IBM.
16: Have you ever noticed that when the afternoon light hits your floors, you can see everything, including dust?
15: So much dust.
16: And that floor dust gets kicked up into the air, compromising the quality of air you and your family breathe. Eesh. Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper is the fast and easy way to clean your floors, with ultra-thick pads that trap and lock dust before it gets in the air. Just a couple minutes a day...
12: And dust is gone.
16: Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper. (sighs) Proud partner of the American Lung Association
13: always we've had them. We've always had them. Yeah. So what's wrong with making the rules? You know, I mean, it's not like we're, we've never had them and all of a sudden, Oh my gosh, all of a sudden they're restricting the golf ball. We've been restricting the golf ball and restricting drivers and restricting stuff forever in the game. It just, it's just gotten to the point where basically two things have happened. Number one, as we've gone along, um, especially in the last 10 or 20 years, there's been a disproportionate change in the distance. A high caliber golfer hits the ball versus the average Joe. Yeah. It used to be, it used to be this far. Now it's a football field. When I started caddying on tour in 1989, it was maybe 20 yards, 30 yards between a long guy and a short guy. Now it's 80 or a hundred or whatever. I mean, you know, or 50 or whatever it is. It's, it's just a humongous jump. And what it's resulted in is all the classic, great, like imagine if you had to take all the bar parks in, uh, I mean, here's a, here's an exact simple way to look at it. Let's allow aluminum bats and baseball and juice baseballs. Okay. Well, either you're going to ha- have to handle, you know, a, a 20 to 17 baseball game every night that maybe never ends because everybody's hitting pop fly home runs or let's, you know, what's better. Let's not do anything about the equipment. Let's rebuild all the classic stadiums. So we can't even compare what old time baseball players did or even baseball players 20 years ago to what baseball players are doing now, because we're going to jack the, all the walls back 80 more feet to accommodate the equipment that we didn't control. That's what's happening in golf.
3: So if you don't control I mean, there's it. There's no
13: way to compare. Yeah. I mean, there's just, there's no way to compare golfers nowadays to golfers from even 25 years ago. It's a different game. It doesn't take, um, it takes a lot. It, it's, it's, it doesn't take as much skill to play good golf as it used to because it's much easier to hit the ball straight. It's, but it's much more about how strong are you? It still takes a lot of skill to play, but it's not nearly as much. When's the last time you hit a short iron into the wind that ballooned up and came up short in the water? You can't even hit that shot if you tried. (laughs) You can't balloon a ball into the wind. It's impossible
3: phone lines are lighting up with players that can hit that shot uh <laughs> listening to the show right now hey caddy we got to take a short break we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna come back i want to know i will continue the discussion and a couple of other things as well as we look forward to the playoffs coming up this is Rogue golf radio with the caddy brian and bob thanks for joining us more coming up next
2: Back to Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper. All right, welcome back. Brian
3: and Bob and the Caddy continuing right here on Real Golf Radio. So glad to have you along. Let us know what you think. Was kind of an interesting topic, talking about this golf ball rollback, and we'll get into some others as well. Caddy's sticking with us here. At Real Golf is a Twitter handle, and uh, at the Caddy, by the way, is uh, the Caddy's Twitter handle. He refuses to tweet. Probably for safety reasons, but as he gets older, I think maybe he'll maybe he'll loosen up a little bit, but we do tag the caddy so you can see the caddy segments there at the caddy. It's a great Twitter handle, by the way, Caddy. you should use
4: it.
13: No comment. caddy would get canceled <laughs> <laughs>
4: well and, and along with what the caddy was talking about, okay, guys are stronger and bigger. I mean, we had a guy that was six eight playing in the open championship, mm. and he plays for Georgia Tech. Right now, okay. We just had an amateur playing in, um, the U.S. Junior, U.S. Junior, that was six ten. Yeah. So Who won when, the open.
13: What? <laughs> yeah, that guy won the open. Man, he was a stud. What is he? Five foot four and a half. Yeah. Yeah, five seven. I think. Okay. Five seven. All right, and, and he 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 must have gotten beat by all those big strong guys, right? Well, you
4: know, and that's the interesting thing, Caddy, is that the game has become such that guys are pushing the ball up the fairway as far as they can. And the way that golf course was set up with all the bunkers being right in the strategic areas, the way you had to play that golf course is to play it back a little bit, like Tiger did, like um, Brian Harmon did. Rely on your iron game to get you on the green and then relying rely on your short game and your putting. When you don't hit a bunker, you've you've done some things to make that golf course play correctly and, and an advantage to yourself based on how you play the game. And it's not like tee it up and let it fly anymore. Well, um, I think what the caddy's saying though,
3: that Bob, one. I think what the caddy's saying is If there aren't some restrictions on equipment, the next time we get to Liverpool, they'll just be taking it right over the top of those bunkers. They'll be irrelevant in some ways. If
4: they're still in that position.
3: Right. I mean, I think that's what he's saying. That would be the equivalent of extending the walls in baseball stadiums.
4: Right. 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 But the other, by the other, by conversely, we don't play golf courses the same length that the PGA Tour guys do. Okay, those guys are playing 72 to seventy six hundred yards every week. Every week,
13: I got I got a newsflash for you guys. The athlete, the really good athletes, haven't even started playing golf yet. Yeah, that's true. Yep, they haven't even started yet. So just 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 wait a while. I mean, how far do you think you can hit it with this equipment and be a good player if you're I mean think about think about how small relatively small Steph Curry is in the NBA. Okay? Not a big guy, 6-3. I mean, he's definitely on the smaller end of the scale, size-wise, strength-wise. Yeah. yeah. All that. He'd be one of the biggest guys on the PGA tour. Consistently, tour. yes. Yep, that's right. One of the biggest guys Yep. But but top, conversely, top you talk about top five percent. Yeah, mm. you talk mm. about
4: Seth Curry, okay? You talk about him and where he stacks up in the game. Seth Curry's not a guy that stands in the middle and swap balls away and stuff like that either, because he's not that's not what his game is about. His game is about shooting from outside and lighting up the scoreboard from shooting from outside. Conversely, same thing at the Open Championship, Brian Harmon. His his game is not hitting it down there as far as he can, just like the big boys. His game is playing strategic golf, and he played strategic golf, and that's why he won by six shots. So you're giving Brian Harmon no shot at the question. Masters. Is that what you're
3: saying? Here's what? Here's you're giving Brian Harmon no question. shot at the Masters.
4: Short guys can so short guys can win at Augusta.
13: Mike Weir did. Zach yes. Johnson did. Zach Johnson, Mike Weir. Len Batiste almost won. Hey, so here's the, here's a question for you. Um, Trevor Omerman, by the way, let's, here's a question for you. Um, you ever hear people talking about a guy being a shot maker? Like they, they, they talked about Ben Hogan being a shot maker, right? Yeah. They talked about Trevino being a shot maker, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, name the last time you saw a golf shot struck to control uh, a ball curved. An impressive shot hit at a major championship at an important time. When's the last time you can think of one curved?
3: Right off the top of my head, Bubba Watson Masters, 2010. 2010.
13: Yeah. 11? That long ago, out of the trees, right? And so yeah. Bubba's a freak, right, compared to everybody else, too. He's a freak.
4: Yeah, because that's the way he you, plays. You remember, he plays with big curves.
13: Yeah, so so, so name, name, name a shot maker now who does that kind of stuff. I can name one right off the top of my head. One guy who does a little bit of that on the tour, but there's hardly anybody. The guy who does that is JT. He'll hit some yeah. shots. Yeah. Right? He's a shot maker. But why don't we have shot makers anymore? Because the ball doesn't spin. It's hard to curve it. But Greg Norman had a great line about Bubba years ago. He said, He's the only guy who hits it hard enough to curve it anymore. Mm. You know, there's, there's no shot making anymore, right? The ball, I mean, that, that's why I asked the question. You yeah. can't even think about it, can't? You? Yeah, right. Yeah, you know Tiger. Tiger was a shot maker. Tiger yes. hit a lot of shots. The Stinger, he hit cuts. I mean, think about some of the. Remember the WGC in Mexico City when he hit that cut shot out of the bunker mm-hmm. on the ninth hole. That crazy cut shot. I mean, you just don't see hardly any of that anymore. The one that sticks there's out just, in my mind, not, caddy, it, is
3: how about how Olympia Fields when he's. I can't remember what's that long par five dog leg right and he's he's short sighted off yeah. the tee and he hits a fairway wood six all. at sixth six and, and cuts it up over the tree. I mean, yeah, who does that kind of stuff? But but remember what was the what was the key ingredient to Tiger being able to do that? Power. Okay. But also Tiger played a spinnier golf ball than everybody else did.
13: Yes. Always oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The spinny. A hundred percent, the spinning ball. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. The, so, that's my, yeah. that's my point though, is that the, the equipment has taken shot making out of the game. And I always thought that was like such a big deal in golf and it's gone mm. pretty much. It's not totally gone. I mean, you can still hit a low shot. You can still move it a little bit, but it's hard. I mean, it's hard to move a golf ball very much yeah. anymore. Yeah.
3: All right, we got two minutes left. Compared to so what, you know, w- what what we've said here is we've kind of talked all this through. It sounds like to me, Caddy's full on let's let's control the equipment, but let's not bifurcate. So how do you see what what's the best solution here that, that addresses both of those situations, Caddy?
13: Oh, there's some easy, easy things you do. Number one, no more than fifty six degrees loft on a wedge. That's number one. Number two, uh, maximize a, a height of a tee. So right there you've, you've changed the equipment completely. You've changed the golf ball. Everybody's got to play a spinner ball because if these guys have to chip around the green with a 56, none of them, none of them know how to open it up and play with it the way we used to. Yeah. They could learn it, but they'd have to learn it, but it doesn't matter. Cause that ball doesn't spin very well around the green that everybody's playing now. So they would need to change ball a ball their ball to a spinnier ball just probably the worst thing maybe maybe a bigger effect than the golf ball is the size of the driver heads and and how that kind of
4: yeah you know size of the soft spot or or
13: the the sweet spot yeah yeah that that's crazy stuff it's adam scott had a good line i think it was adam scott who said it he said when he came out on tour the hardest club to hit well under the gun with the driver. Now it's the easiest. It was exactly you get, You get under the gun, give me the, give me the, if you're nervous, what club do you want to hit? You want to hit a driver off a tee. Yeah. Easiest club to hit yeah. by far. Yep. Yeah. Easier than hitting a wedge, isn't it? It's easy. If you're really nervous, would you rather hit a 50 yard wedge over a bunker or a full driver with the tee?
3: Mm, I don't Hit a wedge. <laughs>
13: well, you're different. You're different then. It's 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 the, for a pro it's the easiest club to hit. So, Hey, the guys, the caddies on tour told me, I said, what's different now than a few years ago on tour. And they said, nobody think, nobody has to think anymore. They just go for everything. I'm in mean, the rough. Give me my three. I don't. Yeah. That's just it. 100%. Go it. Go for it. Go for it. Go for it. No more, no more course management, no strategy. Just go for it. Hmm. And that's large. That's, that's 100% equipment driven. So you're saying roll it back. Roll it back for everybody. If you cut it back 10%, 20%, or 30% for everybody, what have you just done? You have the same exact game. You've just brought all those old golf courses back into play to remain old, great old golf courses. That's all you've done. It's not going to ruin the average Joe's game if you take him from 200 to 192 off the tee that's hardly going to ruin anybody's day. But if you take 330 back to 300, then you bring all these great golf courses back into the mix that haven't been redesigned and haven't been, you know, let's buy some more land so we can build a tee. So guys still hit a driver and a five iron to the green anyway. So I just think it's gotten a little, out of, but I'm, you know, look, I'm a grumpy old man. <laughs> I will make this statement. There's nothing wrong. There's nothing. If you watch golf on TV and all this and that, it's still very fun and exciting to watch. There's still a great cast of great players. But, you know, what What do you enjoy more? Do you enjoy more watch, jo- watching Phil Mickelson headed out of the pine needles at Augusta over the creek and just barely clearing it and winning the match? Do you, do you enjoy watching Jordan Spieth making... A crazy up and down. Or do you enjoy watching someone hit a drive on a soft fairway, 320 down the middle, that's 40 yards wide, and then hitting an eight iron on a 520 yard hole, 20 feet from the hole, and two putting? I mean, to me, that's really boring. I like seeing shots. I like seeing guys come out of trouble. I like seeing guys scoring, you know? It's, I don't know, just the, yeah. I'm, gr- I'm grumpy old man, but golf's pretty good the way it is. You can't complain. Yep, you I mean can't. it's fun to watch. There's, this year, this year is, I mean this this might have been like one of the most fun years to watch golf on television we've ever had. Every all those elevated events. I mean, I'm watching all those elevated events go, saying to myself, "That's the way to go." Let's have the top thirty or forty in as many tournaments at the same time as we can, because you are and have a cut doesn't matter you're guaranteed to have 10 good guys on that top 15 on the leaderboard because that happens every week at every yep. old televised, elevated event. I mean, that's a light bulb going off for me. I'm like, I just want more of that. That's what I want to watch. It was fun. How much fun was it watching all those events?
3: Now there's no question. Great. And we're going to get a whole bunch more of them next yeah. year. Yeah, for sure. Well, Caddy, we're out of time. Strong takes. Good info. Uh, Let us know what you think at Real Golf, and uh, we'll continue to talk about that coming up on the back nine. Caddy, you're the best. Thanks for joining us, man.
13: Thank you, gentlemen.
3: Oh, he went low voice on us that time. How about that? That was the Caddy right here on Real Golf Radio. Again, let us know what you think. Good conversation there at Real Golf. More of the show coming up next.
1: That's 800-390-5160.
18: If you're taking a calcium supplement, it's probably not doing what you think it is.
2: Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
14: One day you'll get it.
2: Here's Brian and Bob. Wow, that
3: was good stuff and a lot of conversation with America's favorite caddy. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, I guess we'll call it extra innings since we used some baseball analogy in there. Let us know what you think. At Real Golf is a Twitter handle.
15: I'm Corey Myers. Former President Donald Trump due to be arraigned this afternoon in the nation's capital on four counts related to his alleged efforts to overturn the results of the 2020 election. In announcing that indictment this week, special counsel Jack Smith and his office will push for a speedy trial, adding that they're ready to have all of the evidence tested in a court of law. The man convicted of killing 11 people at a Pittsburgh synagogue has been sentenced to death.
11: A federal jury reached that unanimous decision on Wednesday. The jurors had deliberated for about 10 hours over the course of two days. Joe Recht is president of Pittsburgh's Dor Hadash synagogue.
12: I am feeling a sense of relief that after four and a half years, the world has heard again about the horrific acts on October 27, 2018 and the shooter is being held accountable for those awful acts.
11: Robert Bowers was convicted in June on more than 60 charges connected to the 2018 shooting. Last month, the jury decided Bowers was eligible for the death penalty. I'm John Schaefer.
15: An Oregon man in custody after a woman claimed he kidnapped her and held her captive in his garage. That woman said she was working as a prostitute in Washington State when she was abducted on July 15th. She claimed she was sexually assaulted in a makeshift prison cell in his garage in Klamath Falls until she was able to escape. Stocks closed lower yesterday at the closing bell. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell by 348 points. Investors today will be keeping an eye out for weekly jobless claims data, with most analysts predicting that the number will come in at right around 227,000 up from the previous week. This is USA News. Ew July was hotter for most of the planet than it would have been without the effects of climate change. The nonprofit Climate Central looked at the climate in July for over 4,700 cities globally and found that for over 80% of the world population, at least one day in the past month had a weather shift that was not normal. There's an update on the Hollywood strike.
2: Striking writers and Hollywood studios will start talking again this week. The Writers' Union, the Writers' Guild of America, confirmed last night that it will resume talks with the Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers about negotiations on Friday. I'm Lance Pry.
15: The day off to a good start for SpaceX. The company successfully launched a rocket this morning from Cape Canaveral Space Force Station. The Falcon 9 rocket was carrying a communications satellite. I'm the bad guy duh. Lollapalooza kicks off today in Chicago's Grant Park. This year, the four-day music festival features over 170 bands, including headliners Billie Eilish, Kendrick Lamar, the Red Hot Chili Peppers, and Lana Del Rey. For those of you music lovers unable to make it to Chicago, don't worry, Lollapalooza will be streaming live on Hulu starting this afternoon. I'm Corey Myers, USA News.
1: That's 800-760-1845.
4: Well, we have nine more holes to go, so how about you two fellas follow me to the
1: 10th tee?
2: On to the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper, son of Hall of Famer Billy Casper. Two players down the middle on the tempo. Here's
3: Brian and Bob. Thank you very much and welcome into the back nine, hour number two of Real Golf Radio. I'm Brian Taylor, he's Bob Casper So good to be with you, great to have you along At Real Golf is the Twitter handle You can find us on SiriusXM203 iHeartRadio, on GNN Radio As well as our sports byline Who's carried our show for, gosh, what 15 plus years now? Yeah And our flagship station, 97.5 The KSL Sports Zone In Salt Lake City, Utah Thanks for being a part of us All the digital downloads uh, available As well at your favorite podcast site the caddy talked about a lot of things as we are mo- mostly focused on this comment from Jay Monahan in a letter to the players last week that says that the PGA tour will not support the USGA and RNA's proposed model local rule right. to roll back the golf ball. So uh there's some things I want to get into you get in with you on that, Bob, that you and I can kind of hash out. The caddy the caddy's solution for some of it was Shorten the tees, which I find to be kind of interesting. I've had a couple of people that have brought that up, and it does it does bring an interesting concept. Um, we'll, we'll we'll talk about that. And then he says, limit the wedges. I was interesting that the loft on the wedges. I was interested that he went right to that because that's he says is going to cause the players to want to play a spinier golf ball, effectively rolling it back. So that that's interesting. Uh, we also well, got a spinier
4: a- golf ball will roll it back.
3: That's what I said. It's not, gonna fl- it's not
4: going to. It's not going to fly as far.
3: It effectively roll it back, and he wants to see shot making. He wants everything to go back to the way it was when he was playing golf and what he enjoyed. Now, something did come to mind when we were talking about when he said, "You like Phil Mickelson hitting out of the pine straw over Ray's Creek on thirteen and barely clearing it and making you know eagle and an opportunity to go on and win the green jacket." Yeah, and you know what reminds me, Bob, is we don't see a lot of guys hitting out of pine straw anymore at Augusta. Part of it is because they've actually grown. What do they call it? The second cut? And that kept golf balls from rolling through into the...
4: From getting into it. Yeah.
3: So... I think, that, by the way, they ought to let it go ahead and run in. But anyway, I'm not Augusta, and they know their thing. Hey, we've also got to talk about the playoffs coming up, the implications of that, and uh, the Ryder Cup. Uh, We we talked Ryder Cup last week, but there's still more to break down and discuss. This U.S. team is getting very interesting, especially where everything's starting to become official with this final event of the season. Still a couple of playoff events to decide the final team, but Captain Zach Johnson has some decisions to make. We'll talk about it all coming up here on hour number two of Rogue Golf Radio.
5: Are you looking to improve your baseball swing? You need the Rip Grip Pro. Co-created by Dodgers, AAA star Drew Avens, the Rip Grip Pro will help you stay palm up, palm down, and pull the barrel of the bat through the zone instead of pushing it. Check out Drew's videos at ripgrippro.com. And you'll see how this can help you or the baseball player in your family improve your ABs. Get the adjustability in your swing that you need. Go to RipGripPro.com. That's RipGripPro.com.
6: Staples presents a lesson in back-to-school savings. Your local Staples now accepts Amazon returns. So when you return your Amazon order at Staples, you receive a coupon for $10 off your next $30 Staples purchase. So you can save even more on top of huge back-to-school deals. Like right now, two pocket poly folders and Staples 8-count number 2 pencils are each just 50 cents. Staples gives you more ways to save even more. 50 cent offers and 826. Pricing and limits may vary in-store and online. Amazon return offer in-store only. Exclusions apply.
7: Every piece of land has a story. For the Nelsons, it's cruising around their Montana ranch on a John Deere Gator XUV 835R. With 3,000 acres, there's plenty of work to do.
5: We're not afraid to jump in and help each other out.
7: That's how they've kept their ranch going for five generations.
8: It's all about efficiency.
7: like teaching visitors to fly fish.
8: The whole joy with fly fishing is matching the hatch.
7: Run with us on a Gator XUV 835R and start telling your story. Learn more at JohnDeere.com radio.
10: he's on meds too call 800-345-2789
2: 800-345-2789 now back to real golf radio with brian taylor and bob casper all
11: right
3: welcome back to the show brian and bob with you here on real golf radio exciting announcement this week as callaway announced the release of the Apex Pro Series held to the highest standard, they say. The best players in the world hold themselves and their equipment to the highest standard. Callaway's revolutionary new Apex Pro Series has been designed to enhance their game and yours. And I'm super excited about this. You know how I get geeked out about this one, Bob. You go in the
4: pros or you go in the cavity back. Well,
3: this is, this is exactly my point is... I'm just hundred percent pro when they came out in twenty one okay I'm playing the twenty ones mm-hmm. now so I'm going on right two over two almost two and a half years, and you yeah, remember I like, have
4: the twenty I have the twenty ones too, but they just they just jumped out of my golf bag yeah
3: you've you've gone <laughs> you've gone with paradigm and that's great. I love the way you were hitting it the remember Michael Verska told us that that it was going to be a bit of a later release. Normally yep. they would have released that back in like April and May yes. and now it's releasing now. So he did kind of tease that this was coming and now it's here. And so I'm super excited about that. But when the 21s came around, I tinkered around with the MBs and I thought, should I do a combo set? And I've done combo sets in the past, but basically it was, do I put some blades in there or do I just stick with the pros? Ultimately, I decided that I would just stick to the pros because even on an eight iron shot, which oftentimes I think about the fourth hole at Alpine where we play. It's a par three Mm -hmm. over water. I want to know that I've got a little extra help there should I miss hit it, which I do on occasion there uh, on that. And because if you miss hit it and flared a little to the right, it's it's wet. So I like the idea that if I went to a blade, it's less forgiving, the least forgiving, if forgiving at all. And so that's why I've stayed away from that. Well, now look, they've got three options. They've got the CB, the MB, and the
4: Pro. So the muscle back, cavity back, and the Pro.
3: Yeah, and the cavity back, I found interested to know, is basically what the tour players are mostly using. Some Mm -hmm. people use the MBs. Most of them are are using the CBs. Like the CB is what, you know, ROM, and ROM use the TCBs, but... They 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 the CB they call the ultimate tour iron for elite players looking for enhanced workability, unmatched consistency, and ultra soft feel. Now I love all of that except it says for the elite players. I don't know that I'm necessarily in that category, Um, and I'm getting older. Now if I was a zero handicap where I'm at right now, and I was 29 instead of 49, sign me up. Let's go. But I'm watching you, Bob, because you're you as we've done this journey now going on 25 years. And you're 14 years ahead of me. I kind of seeing the evolution here, and you're in there rocking those paradigms, and you're excited about that distance. And I'm starting to think I don't know if I should necessarily go backwards in distance. I'd at least stay where I'm at uh, with the with the forgiveness and the and the extra distance because the pros have those microsphere, uh, the urethane uh, microsphere. Whatever I can't remember what they call them, and that is what urethane microspheres. That's it. That's exactly it. Yeah. And that in that hollow body construction which gives it the same feel as full forged even though it's multi-material forged so it offers a little bit of help and i don't think i'm gonna i don't think i want to go away from that so i'm probably all pro guy but there's a chance i could slip a mc in maybe pitching wedge i could see it maybe pitching wedge for sure but maybe also a nine iron we'll see i don't know could be
4: interesting okay okay so so now what are the three there's the the Apex Pro. The
3: Pro, the C B, and then the MB. And then they okay, also have so a utility. The, so iron the C
4: B is gonna have a little bit more of the bells and whistles to it.
3: Not really. It's just it's got a little cavity to it. Not really bells and right. whistles, though.
4: But well, it's giving you a little bit more forgiveness because you're they're able to spread the weight out around with the cavity. That is correct. Out of there.
3: That is correct. But it is a full 1025 forge. So yeah. it's not a hollow body construction like the pros where they can gotcha. actually put some stuff into okay. it. It's okay. It's pretty much. So the, or,
4: so the MBs are a traditional like blade full m- on muscle blade. back. Yes. muscle the whole back thing. Blade, yep. Okay. Then the CBs are, are the forged that give a little bit, spread that, spread that weight around a little bit, but fully forged all of it. And then the apex pros have the forged face and the spheres inside. That's right. Okay, gotcha. Yep.
3: So, and by the way, they all look very good. And so you're going to have also, yeah. when you get to the CBs, you're going to have a little less offside. You're going to have even a thinner top line. You know, those right. all those kind of things, right? But they're going to be right. a little less forgiving. Also more workable. I I actually don't mind that. I, I I'm, With wedge, 9-iron, 8-iron even, I don't mind that. I think I could probably go around with that. And I enjoy flushing it, you know, when you feel that uh, with the shorter irons. But I could also see replacing my, you know... 5-iron, Well, probably not 5-iron, 4-iron for sure. If I was going to carry a 4-iron, I'd probably be looking at Well, you're not
4: carrying a 4-iron. No, I'm
3: not, but I'm saying the UT could be a potential option Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I, we're going to have to do a show from Carlsbad. We're going to have to get with Verska, and we're going to go down there, and we're going to check this stuff out. So uh, hopefully we'll have the guys on sooner than later, but uh, this, is a, this is really cool. Check out Callaway's website and go through all of it. But, man, it is, they are, they're sexy. I'm telling you, these Apex 21 irons, I've been playing them for two and a half years, are the best irons that I've ever hit. And the Paradigm Woods right now are the best woods I've ever hit. So they're Callaway is absolutely killing it right now. All right, let's let's continue on. We're, we're talking golf ball here. The caddy mentioned Bob that he he thought let's go ahead and uh, make fifty six the highest loft available on wedges, and let's mm-hmm. limit the tee height. I get what he's doing. If you limit the tee height, you can't swing the same way. And you probably That's what Dean
4: Snell said, limit the T height.
3: Yeah, that was so you're right. Dean was the other guy that said that. Now, they would just make shallower face. You're gonna go back to the old Adams look or three woods, right? Where guys would just tee it low and still get that same kind of bomb, but you would have a little more, you would have less surface to miss it and still hit it straight. So I I get what that will do.
4: If you do a shallower face though, it's gonna be cut it it'll start being less forgiving again.
3: Do you remember back in 2004, we were at TaylorMade for the re- release of the R7 Series driver? Correct. And they introduced movable weight technology. They also mm-hmm. informed us that the USGA came down and they limited COR. We're like, And they're yes. explaining to us what COR is. And yep. it's coefficient, coefficient of restitution. That's it. And we learned that back then. For the, in layman's terms, it's the trampoline effect off the face of the golf Correct. club. And so what they said is when you do a certain test and they'll use a machine and they'll do a a test off that face, it can't rebound, it can only rebound off so far uh, or so fast in order to conform, right? And they Mm -hmm. said, this is the end of increased driver distance. (laughs) 2004, Bob. Yes. Now, the engineers have gone to work and they've come up with all kinds of things. Look at jailbreak technology, for instance. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're able to maxim they're able to thin that face out even more, maintain the COR, support it with the gel break, you know, I mean, and then they can, they can move the, the center of gravity, the CGs around, and then they start, then that, so what they did is they basically said, okay, we can't get it any more trampoline, like we can do these things and then we can control spin. So let's, let's bring spin down. And then everything's been about bringing spin down. So now they're yep. saying,
11: let's go golf ball.
4: High launch, low spin.
3: That's it. And they've been able to put that to an exact, exact science. Almost like these guys are, and even even hacks like me are like almost Iron Byron sometimes, the way we're able well, to get Well, you think away about the shots. launch
4: monitors and all the launch monitors that have flooded the market, okay? What is the optimal launch conditions? 12.5 degrees? 13, 12, 13 degree launch. 12 and a half, 13 degrees. 2400 spin
3: yeah somewhere in 24 to 27 yeah depends on the
4: shot so not only not only is it the club head and the ball but it's also the shaft of course because the shaft can control that spin on the ball as well i've done several things this year i went to the
3: paradigm triple diamond brought the spin down And by the way, the triple diamonds from Callaway were always the low spin drivers the tour players liked. The problem is they lacked forgiveness. Well, guess what? They found a way to do that and have forgiveness. That's what makes this thing so brilliant. Second thing, I went from a a Fujikura Ventus Blue to a Fujikura Ventus Black. Brought the spin down. And then, admittedly, I've been working on shallowing my swing out a little bit, trying to be less steep on it, which brought the spin down. So now all of a sudden, I'm hitting these sort of low bullets off the tee that I've never been able to hit before in my life. Do yeah. I take credit for some of it working on my swing? Sure. But I guarantee you, a lot of that has to do with equipment. And by the way, it's super fun and it's made the game really fun. The caddy says it's too easy to play good. I'm not, I don't know that I still, I don't know that I buy that.
4: Game, golf's a hard game, super hard game golf's a hard game then the other conversely the other thing you have to talk about is not only the equipment that we're using the golf ball and all that kind of thing but how golf courses are manicured now and how the guy you're able to hit it further because you'll be able to hit those low bullet those low stinger kind of driving shots if that's what you want to play and when it hits the ground it takes off and it runs and the greens are absolutely smooth and perfect. The Golf courses are phenomenally taken care of now, and thank goodness for the superintendents that we have in the game.
3: Well, the understanding of agronomy is, yep. is there's no question. Huge advancements in the way they've been able to manage the turf to be able to create, create playing conditions so that you can hit those shots that you yep. otherwise could couldn't hit. Your dad didn't play on golf courses like that. There's no question no. about it. So that also no. goes back. Are you going to compare yourself? I mean, you really can't compare yourself to Hogan. He did, he played no. completely different equipment, a completely different golf. Anyway, uh, wow, still so much to talk about. We'll take a break and we'll continue next.
11: I am a non-attorney spokesperson representing a team of lawyers who've helped people that have been injured or wronged. you could receive a free cash award and have your medical expenses covered. And there's no upfront cost to you. They only get paid
1: if you win. So please call now. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. 800-817-2968. That's 800-817-2968. That's 800-278-1738. You're listening to Real Golf Radio.
2: Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
14: One day you'll get it.
2: Here's Brian and Bob. All
3: right, welcome back to the show. This segment is brought to you in part by Black Desert Resort in St. George, Utah. BlackDesertResort.com. And you can find out about exclusive real estate opportunities available. You've been hearing all about it. It's Tom Weisskopf's 73rd and final golf course design. He also won the 73 Open, so they will have Club 73 right next to the pro shop that you can hang out and enjoy and a lot of tributes uh, to honor the great Tom Weisskopf. And it's uh, awesome that his golf course came together in the way it did. It is a beautiful masterpiece. And the PGA Tour black desert championship will be coming there in fall of 2024 scheduled to be announced here in just another week and a half i think we'll see that schedule come out and then Spring of 25, LPGA Tour makes their debut there at Black Desert. And then it's going to be spring and fall, LPGA and PGA Tour at Black Desert. Pretty cool stuff just in St. George, Utah. Check out blackdesertresort.com. And thanks again for joining us here on Real Golf Radio. Brian Taylor, Bob Casper, at Real Golf is the Twitter handle. Interesting discussion, a lot of equipment talk. We're talking about Callaway's new irons that they've released, the new Apex Pro Series, which is super cool. And also the golf ball and the proposed rollback and the fact that the PGA Tour isn't going to support that. So now that we've kind of shared our opinions on all of that, if I just said to you... Okay, so
4: wait a second. All right. So the USGA is coming out with this, quote-unquote, rollback of the golf ball, but they're not implementing it into the official rules of golf. Correct. They have created a model local rule, which means that you can either decide to use it or you can not decide to use it, and the PGA Tour is saying, "You know what? It's a model local rule. We're not going to do it." So the interesting part of this is, PGA Tour events are not going to use it. But what about the Masters? Has said they'll that they'll support the USGA. The USGA is saying that they're they're, they're going to make the model local rule. Yep. And the RNA is involved in this process too. So the only one of the majors that potentially might not use it is the PGA of America. So what are they going to do? How are they how are they going to enforce it? How are they going to how are they going to get their golf ball that they're saying that they want done? Are they going to are those are those bodies going to pay to have those those golf balls made? I don't well, know. That
3: is a that is a an interesting question that will have to play itself out. And let's let's say that they figure that part of it out. Yeah. The the next step is is these players. How are they going to prepare? Yep. For three tournaments a year with a different golf ball. Think about. Well, that. maybe
4: they'll play one more tournament before a major championship and institute that ball. <laughs> But will the PGA get, Tour let them play it?
3: It's going to get all kinds of interesting. It's going it?
4: to there's going to be a lot of mileage. With but
3: let me it. just ask you: Do you agree with Martin Slumbers that doing nothing is not an option? Do you think that something needs to happen? Otherwise, we're going to be extending walls at, at uh, historical stadiums. As the caddy
4: used that analogy last Ooh, hour, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, or you, yeah, yeah if he if made that broke, statement, it. and and it didn't it didn't pan out the way he said it at Royal Liverpool. You got one of the guys that's a strategic player that doesn't hit as far as everybody else. The players say, yeah, he hits it adequate. He hits it just fine. But you saw the guys laying up off of some holes with irons and hitting three woods and still trying to push the issue and get the ball up the fairway. But I'll tell you, the one thing that cost guys from – scoring and having a chance to win that golf tournament was hitting it in fairway bunkers.
3: So but the the saying he, he agrees with you. He wants to yeah. go back to the way it was where there was strategy yeah. where right now it's just all gas. Right, right,
4: right. So yes, it's all gas right now. It's push it up the fairway as far as you can and hit something shorter in. And, uh, it's not, not necessarily the way the game should be played. Um, you know, uh, course knowledge and, you know, what, what you're going to do, your, your game plan for that golf course is, uh, or the particular golf course that you're playing is kind of a lost art. I can see
3: NASCAR fans try to propose to them. Hey, you know what, um, to protect the sound of the environment around the tracks,
4: well, they've we're, already done this stuff.
3: We're we're going to limit engines and so it's we're going to we're going to have slower races going forward. Yeah. We're not going to let yeah. them we're not going to let them race so fast. I mean, yeah. downforce,
4: wh- take the downforce away from the back end which creates the speed. Do uh limiters in the engines, which is what they've done. They've done all these things in these super ovals and stuff like that to to tone down the speed. But the but the guys
3: are still going fast.
4: Oh, of course they are. Nobody wants to watch a slow race. Thanks goodness for engineers. Right. So that's what. Because that's I, what's happened in the game of golf.
3: My, uh, what the? I, so I was actually using an analogy of something I know nothing about, and that's car engines and NASCAR. But <laughs> my point was, is I can't imagine going to a NASCAR race and watching a slow version. Like I don't think you're going to. NASCAR fans don't want to watch a horse race. No, they want to see, they want to see something faster and louder and more exciting. And I think there's a fear that on the PGA tour, you go there to watch guys bomb it. You want to see Dustin Johnson. You want to see Tony Fino, You want to see cam champ. You want to see some of these guys just haul off and, 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 and smack it. Right. So I, is there going to be some of that lost? If you roll the golf ball back, is it now going to be a slower race? It it may not be noticeable because every it's still some guys are gonna hit it that much further than others. Yeah. And I think that's also another caveat in all of this is the disparity disparity between the shorter hitters and the longer hitters is likely to get wider. Right. So it's yep. gonna probably penalize the shorter hitters even more than it will the longer hitters, which is I think kind of so. an interesting thing. I anyway, so. let us know
4: what you think. We'll continue talking. The about the it. longer hitters, Tiger, Rory, Tony Fino, all these guys are saying, Yeah, go ahead. I think, I think we should because it'll, it'll allow us to place more of those golf courses. But guess what? It's not going to hurt them because they're still going to hit it longer.
3: Yeah. They're true. still going
4: to hit it longer than the guys that can't generate the speed that they do who are going to hit it a lot shorter. FedEx Cup
3: playoffs begin next week, and there's some notables that are not in the field. Let's start with Justin Thomas, who won the FedEx Cup uh, just a few years ago. 79th, Bob. 79th is where he stands with one week left. Adam Scott, 81st. Gary Woodland, 97th. Billy Horschel, who won this uh, back in 2014, 116th. Cam Champ, 140. Webb Simpson, surprisingly, at 170. And Kevin Kisner, this one, as I was scrolling through the list, this stood out to me, 202. Do you know Kevin Kisner, Bob, has played 15 times this year. He's had eight missed cuts and two withdrawals. In 15 starts, and he hasn't played since the latter part of June. And I did a little bit of deep dive on it, and he basically said, Because I suck right now. As soon as I can stop shooting even par around my home course, I'll think about coming back on the PGA tour. That's <laughs> what he said, because he sucks right now.
4: Oh, that's funny.
3: And you know, we saw his, what is it, Dwayne Bach? Is that his name? That's his caddy, the big guy. He was caddying yeah. for Sep Straka over there at, at Hoylake.
4: That's correct. So Justin Thomas, you were just talking about him being. Well, in wait, 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 before
3: you leave Kevin Kisner, Kevin okay. Kisner was on the President's Cup team less than a year ago. Right. And now he's not even on tour for all intents and purposes. He's not gone. He's likely to come back, but he essentially took the second half of the su- summer off. Yeah. How crazy is that? on the president's cup team. So when we start transitioning, we'll get to Ryder Cup here again in a minute. You think about that team back there 2 years ago and now all the changes.
4: Yep. To this team. But that's but that's the thing. That's that's what we've talked about that's so cool about the game of golf is that the guys 2 years ago, okay? A guy like Scotty Scheffler still didn't have a tournament win. That was a breakout player. For him. Beat John,
3: beat John Rom on Sunday. That was
4: a big deal for him. Yeah, at the at the Ryder it, Cup. Right, but he didn't have a tournament win. Right, uh, and then last year he breaks out, gets three before the Masters, and the Masters becomes number one in the world. And now he is on a heater that is crazy good. It, it's amazing what he's been able to do. And, you know, still at number one in the world. He's got six wins now with a major, a player's championship, and he's just, you know, uh, he's he's figuring out this. He's got to figure out his putter. And once he figures out his putter, imagine the year he would have had this year if he had a putted My goodness. like he did a year ago. It would have been stupid, crazy good. Yeah. All right. So but that's guys what makes, like that that's what makes are going to come Kisner. from nowhere. That's what makes Kevin Kisner so interesting
3: because usually when they're on yeah. a cup team, it usually propels them forward yes. as we as we learned yep. from Paul Azinger yep. years ago.
4: But all these all these younger guys are going to start working their way into the mix with these best elite players in the world. Okay, so even just a year or two years from the last Ryder Cup, and we're almost two years down, the team looks totally different, and. From last year's President's Cup, the team's going to look totally different so it's 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 amazing to see what's happening. Guys get a bad streak um where they're just not playing well like Justin Thomas, like you said, 59th or 79th in the FedEx Cup
2: that is your captain buckle your seatbelts for this one. I saw my passport expired, so I went to Staples, got a passport photo lickety-split. While I was there, I grabbed some tiny travel soap and shampoo. <laughs> I should have got some for my co-pilot. Just kidding, Brad.
6: Staples has everything for travel. 10-minute passport photos, luggage, headphones, even personal travel items. And now at Staples, you get $10 off your purchase of $30 or more when you buy a travel service. Staples, your first stop to nonstop travel. Ends nine sixteen. In-store only. Exclusions apply. Are you kidding me? Gas prices are up again. Somebody has to do something.
7: Well, someone did. That's why I use Upside. Upside? What's that?
11: card. Upside users have already earned over $200 million. Now it's your turn. Download the free Upside app and get cash back on every gallon of gas. Use promo code GAS11 for an extra 25 cents per gallon on your first fill up. That's code GAS11. Use code GAS11 for an extra 25 cents per gallon back in your first fill up. Cashbacks not available in gas in New Jersey and Wisconsin.
14: Cybercrimes like ransomware attacks against schools are on the rise globally. That's why IBM will grant $5 million in kind for schools to boost cybersecurity through tools and training. Now open for applications for its third year, IBM's Education Security Preparedness Grants have already benefited more than 350,000 students around the world. This year, selected schools will also receive enhanced training in AI and cybersecurity through IBM Build. Justina Nixon-St. Till IBM Chief Impact Officer.
15: Over the past two years, the threat of cyber attacks in the education sector has more than doubled. Now more than ever, schools need our support. We are proud to offer tools and training from IBM Security and IBM Skills Build to help schools prepare for this growing threat.
14: Visit ibm.com/impact/initiatives/security. This is sponsored by IBM.
15: Have you ever
16: noticed that when the afternoon light hits your floors, you can see everything, including dust?
15: So much dust.
16: And that floor dust gets kicked up into the air, compromising the quality of air you and your family breathe.
15: Eesh.
16: Swiffer Heavy Duty Sweeper is the fast and easy way to clean your floors, with ultra-thick pads that trap and lock dust before it gets in the air. Just a couple minutes a day...
12: And dust is gone. Swiffer
16: Heavy Duty Sweeper. (sighs) Proud partner of the American Lung Association.
4: You lose you lose ground pretty fast, just like you do in a tournament when you shoot even par on the PGA Tour, unless you're playing like the U.S. Open or something like that. You shoot even par, you get lapped. That's What's, it.
3: Just this last week, Scotty Scheffler and Wyndham Clark, both officially qualified. For the U.S. Pre- uh, Ryder Cup team,
4: Ryder Cup team. So one, Done two. Deal.
3: So Scotty Scheffler, no surprise there. He's been number one in the world. He won the Masters last year, so you'd have expect that. Then he won the Players this year. You expect that Scotty Scheffler was going to be right there near the top. What you didn't expect was Wyndham Clark and Brian Harman are occupying That's two right. and three right there, and Wyndham's in, and Brian Harman is, for all intents and purposes, qualified. He's right. There's only three of them with double-digit points. By the way, did you see Scheffler at twenty-five thousand seven hundred and fourteen points? Wyndham Clark 13,366. Harmon yeah. ten thousand one ninety four, and those right. are the only three that have 10,000 double 000. digits. Yeah, yeah. points are higher.
4: Yeah, Brooks Koepka hits at
3: four. By the way, I don't think he's going anywhere.
4: Well, but but you can't say that because you've got three events coming up that are basically designated events for the top seventy, top fifty, and then top thirty and somebody wins one of those can vault like like Wyndham Clark did um can vault right up into the top 6
3: yes but that only pushes him down to 5
4: so yeah. the basically and he's and he, and he's got to survive 3 weeks
3: no only 2 because they'll make the they'll the, it'll be over before the tour championship it's after the BMW is when it ends it's after
4: the BMW Yeah. okay so he's, so he's got, got this to survive week. too.
3: He's got this week plus two playoffs. Yeah, but this week likely isn't going to have an effect. It'll be the two playoffs.
4: Right, right.
3: Which will be interesting to see how that all shakes out. By the way, Tony Fino still sitting there at nineteenth.
4: Yeah, finishes finishes tied for seventh. No change in position. Mm. But he's he's a guy that's going to play all three weeks, though. He's gonna he's gonna play the 70 the 50 and the 30
3: let's talk about the the way it sits right now the rankings in the fedex cup as we head into the playoffs coming up next week should be exciting stay tuned you're listening to real golf radio
2: now back to real golf radio with brian taylor and bob casper all right
3: welcome back it's real golf radio brian and bob with you here we are on the Eve of uh, wrapping up a PGA Tour season and moving into the FedEx Cup playoffs and then so much to be answered still when you start thinking about uh, Ryder Cup and that uh, we talked about that, but we're going to get into more of that coming up. Let's start with the with what what happened at the regular season. Uh, they played 47 events. They're playing the 47th event, right? right. And then after the 47th events, then they go into... The FedEx Cup playoffs. And this is the 17th year, by the way. Can you believe mm-hmm. that? We've been doing FedEx Cup playoffs. Yeah. That's pretty wild. And they're going to be a series of three events. The top 70 in the FedEx Cup standings get into the playoffs. And there's a progressive cut of to the of the fields from 70 down to 50, and then finally down to 30 for the tour championship. The mm-hmm. bonus pool for the FedEx Cup playoffs is $75 million and it's only split amongst the 70 that make it into the playoffs. The FedEx right. Cup champ earns $18 million. It's pretty good. Wow. It's pretty good. Plus you're going to get That's paid crazy. of course for winning the tour championship which most likely will determine the winner. Which which does determine the winner because they do that staggered start. Those staggered Well, and,
4: and Scotty Scheffler last year was minus 10 and he didn't win. Rory McElroy came from behind to beat him.
3: He did. Yeah. So if you're number one going into the finals, you're at, you start at 10 under. It's two. 10 under par. Number two starts at eight under, so just two shots back. So uh, yeah, so that's kind of that's what we're looking at here. So let's go to the standings, which is kind of interesting. When you look at number one, John Rahm leads the standings followed by Scotty Scheffler, Rory McIlroy, Max Homa, Wyndham Clark is fifth, Brian Harmon sixth, Victor Hovland, Keegan Bradley, Ricky Fowler, and Tony Finau round out the top 10. Now, here's what's interesting, Bob, is the Comcast business top 10, which will end after this week, pays these guys a bonus where number one gets an extra $4 million. This is not part of the FedEx Cup stuff. (laughs) This is what Comcast is chucking in if you make the top 10 at the end of the season. Okay, number one, which currently is John Rahm, it's an extra four large coming your way. Tony Fino, if he survives and stays at number 10, it's a million bucks. Have a nice day.
4: Yeah, thank you. Very little.
3: Try to help cover some of your taxes for the season. Here's an extra million. You know, I mean. Cover
4: some of your taxes? Oh,
3: we're just going to add to your taxes. Well, but you can set that one aside and just pay it to the government. (laughs) So, so that's that's what's going on. Now, if you scroll down and you look into the top 30, Jordan Spieth currently sits at 30th. So you, you want to stay in there. I, by the way, it, it feels pretty comfortable for those in the top 10 to survive and advance all the way to
4: Eastlake. Oh, yeah, I, absolutely. I know
3: there's stats on some people that have been really high at the end of the season that didn't make it to Eastlake, but I think it's pretty unique to be yes. that high and not make it into the top 30.
4: Yep, I agree with you. Um, it's pretty hard once you get up that high to bounce out that quick in two tournaments. And, you know, just like Brooks Kepka, hoping not to get bounced out for Ryder Cup points, and there's only two events, it's pretty, to be bounced out of the top 30, yeah, it's going to be pretty tough for a guy like Tony Fino or those guys that are in the top 10.
3: So top 30 gets in, top 70 makes it into the second event, or top 50 rather, excuse me. Yes. Taylor Montgomery is number 50 right now. On the outside between 50 and 70, a couple of notables, Ben On, Hideki Matsuyama, Keith Mitchell, who's had a really good year this year, Matt Kuchar, Sam Ryder, um, Cam Davis, those guys are all sitting there. And by the way, Austin Eckero is number 70 right now. Ben Taylor, number 71. Now this has a lot of implications, Bob. Not only do you want to make it into the FedEx Cup and you want to be part of that $75 million, but you yes. this also has massive implications into next season.
4: It does. Yep. So um, the big events every year are... The majors, mm-hmm. okay. Also the players' championship, the playoffs, and then the other eight designated events. So there's going to be about 16 of them coming up this year. Okay. So the way it works is you first of all, you want to get into the playoffs so you have a chance. You want to get into those those 70. All right. But you're going to have to be in the top you're going to have to make it to the BMW. The top 50 are automatic into next year's, all next year's designated events. Wow. Okay? Wow. Top 50.
3: So not only did they cut it from the top 125 getting into the playoffs, but down to 70, but you've got to get through the first wave and, 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 and be in the top 50 to be able to be exempt into designated events for next season.
4: Correct. And those designated events will also have the top 10 players in the current season's point list. There's going to be 70 to 80 players in each of these designated events uh, or the other eight designated events. Okay. So 50, then you have 10 from the current season's point list. Then there's going to be five from each of the swings in between those designated events. So those are the regular full-field events. The guys that accrue the most points during those full-field events during that particular swing get into that next one, all right? And then um, you're going to have, what, four sponsor's exemptions, and the fields are going to wrap up to be about, Whatever it is, eighty players, seventy to eighty players,
3: no cuts, right? For
4: those other, no cut, no cut as it sits right now. But that's still up for dibs. Mm, that's to be so, to
3: be determined. Okay,
4: yeah. Now, if you finish at number fifty-one, okay, those guys from fifty-one and above will play those fall events starting after the Players Championship. No, after. and they were they were look. Or, the Tour or the, Championship. The Tour Championship. They will accrue points through the remainder of the rest of the year, and those points will allow them to still make 125 exempt field and be able to play full field events for the next year.
3: So they need to get – yeah, in fact – um, Tyler Dennis, the president of the PGA Tour, was down at the Black Desert announcement, and he addressed this because the Black Desert Championship next year will be part of this FedEx Cup fall. Here's what he said about that. And what you're going to be seeing
17: is a real race. The the, the FedEx Cup playoffs this year, for the first time, went from 125 players at the first uh, one at the FedEx St. Jude Championship to 70. And furthermore, to get to the next playoff, there's only 50 players, and that's driving access into these designated events in 2024. Uh, so what's going to happen in the fall and where the, the Black Desert Championship fits in is everyone else is going to be really fighting for position. They're going to be fighting to keep their card. They're going to be fighting to uh, get in the top 10 from the end of the fall. And this will be one of the last few events. Uh, so there's going to be a lot more storylines, a lot of excitement. But don't forget about the top players. Uh, they still want to play. They're still going to be playing in the fall. And uh, we don't know who's going to be here yet. But um, we do know that it, it still has a lot of meaning. You, know, you win a a fall PJ Tour event. You get in certain majors, the Masters, the PJ Championship. You get in the Players' Championship. Uh, you're getting world ranking points and so forth. So it's a big deal to, to win an event. And, and th- that's going to put a lot of meaning to this event next fall.
3: I love that, right? So the fall is going to mean something. How about that? You go to St. George, Utah, you win the Black Desert Championship, and you punch your ticket into the Masters. <laughs> that's that's pretty dang good. So yeah, uh, but yeah, like good you stuff. said, guys are going to continue to fight. And you know what you said there is the swings actually mm-hmm. mean something that brings some uh, urgency to the season, because if you dominate a particular swing, boom, you're bounced up into these designated events where you can continue to grow and, 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 and improve uh, your your position, you know, and stay there. Right. So there's this idea of sort of some relegation. Some guys are going to play not so well and they're going to get bounced. And so now this, there's these competitions within the schedule. So yeah, all, all good stuff, but huge implications. You do want to get that top 50 and secure your spot for uh, for the next year's designated events. Because even if you're struggling at the beginning of the season, you know you got the designated events to help lift you back up. If you've been inside that top fifty from, yeah, the previ- especially if season. they end up being no
4: cut events, and you're talking about money that's tripled, basically, right? You know, uh, last week the kid that won last week made one point four million but if he wins a designated event he's going to be making between 3 and 3.6. Yep. So it's tripled. Values are tripled if they can okay. keep that up. And then your FedEx points are even more, which allow you to to get higher up and get further along in that 70 to 50 to 30 the next year. So, and Phil Mickelson doesn't think anyone from LIV wants to
3: play on the PGA Tour.
4: Yeah. That's what he says
3: this sounds like something I think you want he's to be a, a part joker of. <laughs> Bob Bob dropping the joker,
4: yep, I think he's a joker because <laughs> he knows he's sitting on the outside, and what's gonna happen when he doesn't have a place to play because wow. you can you can only go so long shooting even Par even on l i v and Stay relevant.
3: He's got guaranteed stuff, though, Bob.
4: Yeah. But what happens when that goes away?
5: I'm sorry you're taking it that way. (laughs) I'm sorry you're taking it that way.
4: Sorry you're taking Uh, it that way, Bob. Yep, that's right. Yeah.
3: Yeah, uh, it, it's interesting. I don't know what to think of Phil anymore, and uh, some of his comments. I, I I dare say there's some people there on Live that that want to play PGA Tour events again and are looking forward to putting it all back together. But oh, no doubt uh, there no is doubt. there. By the way, there's a task force that is being put together to help with this. We mentioned that last week, and and announcement this week, uh, Tiger Woods will be a new member of the Player Advisory Council. So he's going to help guide from a player's perspective this whole new frontier that is being put together with Correct. the piff potentially if that all goes through yep. and the pga tour so yeah interesting stuff we we got golf to talk about and then there's the business of golf that is uh, still looming large out there in the professional game hey listen we'll take a short break when we come back wrapping up the show thanks so much for joining us brian and bob with you right here on real golf radio
2: Talking golf with Brian Taylor and Bob Casper.
14: One day you'll get
2: it. Here's Brian and Bob. Well, it's been a fun one. You know, not a
3: lot of talk about tournament golf, a lot of talk about the business of golf and some of the things coming out of the Jay Monahan letter. Spent quite a bit of time in hour number one talking with the caddy about the PGA Tour stance in the comment period saying that they will not support the model local rule to roll back the golf ball, at least on the PGA Tour. And The caddy was pretty strong about that. I don't know what the answer is, Bob, but, I don't either. Th- the interesting thing is is that the PGA tour was the target of this model local rule, yes. So if the PGA tour doesn't support it and they never had any intentions of of putting it downhill to the amateur game, then what right. are we even doing here?
4: Well, and we're doing it as a model local rule, not as an official rule of golf. So when they do that, it's like, okay, you can implement this. but you don't have to. So what is the purpose? That's the interesting thing.
3: Well, let us know what you think. Yep. At Real Golf is the Twitter handle. Love to hear what you think. Send us your comments at Real Golf and uh, download the show wherever podcasts are found. For the caddy, for Dave Glauser, our producer, for Bob Casper, and Brian Taylor. Great to be with you. Enjoy the weekend. We'll see you next week, right? <laughs>